0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of We Got Next. I'm Ricky Hanson, along with the big fellow Paul Morkeski. Uh, we're getting off to a little late start tonight, but we are here and ready to rock and roll Hope everybody had a great weekend uh, as we head into the uh, holiday season. But, man, Mo, first of all, we got a ton of stuff to get into tonight. But you talk about the Christmas spirit. I don't think anybody in Tallahassee, Florida, is in the Christmas spirit today. (laughs) After Florida State was left out of the uh, college football uh, Final Four which all this will be solved next year because they'll be expanding the field. Although whomever the last team is, is always going to be, but you'll never have a team that is so worthy of being in a playoff system, not be included as the 13 and old Seminoles. Uh, when I'm beaten champions of, of the uh, ACC, one of the power five, conferences, but when the committee got together, they got left home. Were you surprised when uh, the committee decided to go with uh, Alabama, Texas, Washington, and Michigan?
0: Well, first of all, just like if I'm coaching and playing in a basketball game and the three referees are meeting at half court and talking about something, I'm never comfortable with what's going to happen next. (laughs) So whenever you get a committee together, uh, you just never know, and you can't take anything for granted. And, uh, you know, um, I I can't remember specifically, uh, but I know, you know, Florida State's undefeated. Uh, They beat everybody in front of them. But uh, uh, I guess their starting quarterback is out. And, uh, you know, so they took that into consideration, which is in there. They're whatever their whole thing is of how to pick the four best teams. That's in that formula of who's the best team now. So if your starting quarterback is out, that gave them, a uh, you know, uh, a reason to not put Florida State in. But just think, Ricky, so there's five power conferences. At some point in the history, there's going to be five undefeated teams in all five of those conferences. So someone is going to be out eventually, too. So, uh You know, uh, and I think I was listening today that uh, was it last year or the year before where TCU got in, and then they were beat like 36-3, to and, uh, you know, they weren't the best team. So, you know, does it surprise me? No, not really. Does it hurt Florida State? Uh, You know, because they, not only did they go undefeated, but then even when they're starting, even when their starting quarterback got hurt, they still won the games.
1: That should be a count for something. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Well, I, I'm I'm totally there with you. Uh and not only that, they their their backup quarterback who would have played Saturday against uh Louisville was in concussion protocol, didn't get out of it. He would have been ready to play in the uh championship game, which is what three weeks away. So uh and not that have have a great defense, but they don't have Nick Saban and they don't have the Alabama brand as much as we know about Florida State. And do you think the fact that it was Alabama and it was Nick Saban played a role in them getting that nod? Absolutely.
0: And, uh, you know, they have to think about that. And they have to think about ratings and they have to think about uh, – you know, attendance at the bowl game. And, you know, if I remember right, a a few, a month or so ago when Kansas, my Jayhawks were playing Texas and they weren't there, no one was talking about Texas of being one of the, in the, in the playoffs and one of the final fours and, you know, but uh, you know, but they are Texas and Texas has a history too. Uh, You know, Michigan, obviously. And then uh, Washington, Beat up on Oregon here in Las Vegas last yeah. weekend, which I think I think even the book, even the casinos out here had Oregon winning that
1: game. Yeah, they were Oregon were nine point favorites, Paul. That's crazy. You know, well, so, Oregon was. But Mo, you 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 coach young men and and them. What do you tell? You're the coach at Florida State. What are you telling your guys? Listen, man, Just like
0: in life just like in sports, you can only control what you can control. So we can't control who they pick to play in the final four. We did everything we could do to win all of our games. We fought, we clawed, we won all our games, but you can only control what we can control. So let's go to our ball game and kick some butt and show them what they're missing. How about that, Coach Speed?
1: No, that's the message though, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I could coach any sport, Ricky. Just give me a locker room and some kids, I'll coach them. <laughs>
1: well, Paul, I I do believe a lot of those things cross sports when you're talking about team sports, right?
0: And also life, right? So sports, you know, if I, you know, in college and in, in high school, even in the pros, you can teach life lessons in sports, right? So, you know, you're gonna, you know, eventually, you know, apply for a job and get interviewed for a job and You're going to do a great job being interviewed but you're not going to get it because life's sometimes life's not fair and sometimes you can't control Mm -hmm. that you can just be prepared put your best foot forward and whatever happens happens so yeah absolutely so
1: so you um you don't have the outrage that some people have had about this whole situation
0: i mean you know if i'm florida state and you know, what did the co- the coach said something? I, I can't remember. There's no justice or I don't know. Whatever. Oh, why not? We shouldn't just play the games. Then we we should just uh, have the committee pick. That's a cop out to me. I mean, other teams have been messed around in bowls and and playoffs and stuff. Come on, man. Uh, you know, you can't go that far. You know, you can say, hey, I don't think it's fair to our kids. We've been through, you know, we don't have our starting quarterback, but we have a great backup. He's going to be ready to play and we could really represent. Okay, say that, but don't say, you know, we shouldn't play the games anymore. You know, come on, man. You know, and that's not a good example for your players, right? For You know, so, yeah. you know, you just, I mean what i don't even know what bowl game they're going to go to but i'm sure it's going to be a good one and they yeah a they game. are
1: playing in the next highest bowl i um uh, I, i'll get it I, i'll have it for you in the pro, you know it's
0: probably in the great i mean i mean how i think they're playing oregon Ooh, i mean what a yeah. great game that is right
1: yeah that that would be a great i think it's oregon i'm going to look it up just to be sure and
0: i mean it's probably in a great city and you know you're gonna have a great experience and and go win that bowl and you know celebrate. I mean you know that's all you can do.
1: <laughs> you know? hey, hey, and Mo, you know, and now we have to point to as regular season is over, bowl games. A lot of a uh, a lot of athletes are not choosing to play in bowl games. Uh, Dix, the uh, quarterback out at Oregon, is not going to play in the bowl game. Uh, 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 Ohio State's quarterback is transferring. <laughs> he's transferring. Last week, he almost led them to a victory over Michigan, and they would be playing this week. And he's transferring. I
0: don't know nil, NIL money or something. I mean, you know, this that makes the point of Florida State, though. So you know what? Uh, we went undefeated. We lost our starting quarterback. You know, our backup's probably not as good, but we won our games. And you don't know who's going to pull out of these bowl games for all the other teams anyway. Maybe the running back from Michigan or the linebacker for Alabama might not play. So that really makes makes their point of how can you not have us in because we don't have a starting quarterback. That's a good point.
1: Hey, Paul, do you have a problem with these guys? Uh, I'm sorry, Florida State's playing Georgia. I mean, that is a great matchup. In the yeah, oh. that,
0: and, and that's the, down, Yeah, that's a Florida. I mean, great. You know.
1: Yeah, but that that, that would be a great matchup. Uh, one lost team. I mean, Florida's only lost. Georgia only lost one game.
0: Yeah, and they were ranked number one forever. I mean, yeah, you know, so you if, just, if you know, if, if they're what a uh, couple points away from beating Alabama and beating the tournament right. anyway, or whatever you want to call it, but right.
1: Yeah, but I think I just so, so I just contradicted. To point. That's their chance to prove their worth.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I contradict. I mean, it is what it is. But at the same point, you you really brought up that there's going to be some players on some of these four final four teams that aren't going to play, you know, because they're going into the draft. So, you know, how can you not have a team in because their starting quarterback is hurt?
1: Yeah. yeah. Would, would you is contemplate it, that today if you were playing? What's that? not playing so you could get ready for the draft?
0: Uh, Possibly. I mean, on the one hand, you know, you're playing for your school and it's a great experience and you want to win. You can win a championship and a ring for the bowl. And that's forever in your history when you go back to school like I have before back to Kansas. And, you know, you're always going to be known for that. But on the other hand, you know, you're you're getting ready to be a professional and, uh, you know, your agent's probably telling you, you don't want to risk getting hurt because you go play in a bowl game, you're a first or second rounder and you get hurt. That drops you maybe out of the draft or fifth or sixth and costs you a lot of money. So, you know, every, every situation is going to be different. Every player is different and you have to take it accordingly. But uh, that's a dilemma, you know, that's a legitimate dilemma for some of these players, you know, especially if they know they're going to go high in the draft, you know. If you play great and you get MVP of the bowl, is that going to move you up in the draft? Probably not. You know, Maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit. If you're, maybe if you're quarterback. But, yeah, that's a it's a great conversation to have.
1: Yeah. I, and I see it a little bit now, too. Um, I think if my team was in a national championship game, the Final Four of football, I would go forward. But if I'm going to the Pepsi-Cola Bowl, I'm like, dude,
0: yeah, the, uh, the Frito Bowl or the, yeah. you know. The, <laughs> Good luck, man. I'll yeah, be the,
1: cheering for you, but come on. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'll be here. The, I'll be watching you in the toilet bowl. I'll be in my apartment. <laughs> 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 we, we used to play that in my neighborhood uh, on Thanksgiving uh, after everybody ate. Uh, we, had a, we had a neighborhood with a lot of kids in it and stuff, and we would go to the junior high, climb the fence. To play, and we call it the toilet bowl.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 Mo, with you in California, you guys ate dinner at what on Thanksgiving? What time would you eat?
0: Three or
1: four. Three or four, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah but, but the, we you know, it's probably really chilly at 60 degrees in California in November. So, you know, it wasn't like we're going out in the snow or nothing.
1: Right, yeah, I got you. I got you. Hey, uh I, I I was thinking about you last night watching the Packers and the Chiefs, man. Uh those are your teams. But man, the I thought the officiating was poor throughout the game uh last night. Green Bay knocked off Kansas City twenty-seven nineteen. Your thoughts on some of the calls, Mo. Well, first of all, watching and, and how do you watch that game when you watching both your teams
0: yeah i mean you know both are both of our teams our family's teams too by the way and you know we we kind of wanted the chiefs to win because they have the best chance at the super bowl but at the same point i'm thinking you know what if the chiefs lose they're still like two games up in their division uh so they're going to make the playoffs and if the packers lose they're probably out of the playoffs and if they win they still got a chance so we're kind of going back and forth, but. Uh, My goodness, I mean, that last uh, or second to the last uh, pass interference that, I mean, the guy jumped on his back and, you know, it's like, (laughs) what else can you do? And the referee was right there. And I think that what I've talked to people that think, you know, maybe that's something going on, the referee, all this stuff. I don't think so. But what happens is referees are human. So if you remember a couple plays before that, they threw a flag and gave Chiefs 15 yards for hitting uh, Mahomes out of bounds, and he wasn't out of bounds. Right. So you got to think it's in their head, well, we might have screwed that one up, and I'm not going to throw the flag here, and it's also in Green Bay. Uh, but, uh, you know, that was pretty blatant. I don't know. The one in the end zone where they pushed Kelsey in the back, that's a, that's a toss-up, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, it's a last second, and it's a jump ball, and it's a toss. Did he? Did he push him back? Yes. Did it affect him not being able to jump? Yes. But at the point, same point. You know, I wasn't that surprised about that one. But the one before that, um, you know, that was.
1: Yeah, we well, was, was, was just lying. And
0: then you add to that what happened before that when uh, the Chiefs running back guy in a in a wrestling match with one of the Packers and and did the stupidest thing you could do as a football player, try to punch the guy with your fist and hit him in the helmet. How stupid are you? you right, know, right. The only thing you and get then, to do is break your hand.
1: And then you get kicked off the game.
0: <laughs> you get kicked off the game and it costs you 15 yards. But even, <laughs> even if you connected, you would have broken your hand.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, Mo, did, did that happen much in the NBA where an official a would blow a call on one end he knows he did, and kind of try to make up for it just to keep the game going even. Or they didn't think like that.
0: No, never. All the time, it's called makeup call. <laughs> All the time, it was a makeup call. Interesting, you know. We had, hey, hey, Mo. I missed that one. I'll get you later. You know, and that kind of, you know, that's kind of, you know, okay, that's okay. Thank you. You know, and, I mean, I, you know, I was. Later in my career, if I was coming in late in the game and there was a blowout or whatever, uh, I knew a lot of refs. I mean, you know, there might be a phantom call here and there, put me on the free throw
1: line, give me a couple of points. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that happened. <laughs> so so I, I bet you got away with a few bones like that, too. I don't know. No, nah, I mean, nah, not Not as much. You know,
0: there were makeup calls. You know, I mean, you know, that was a bad call, but not. Not to affect a game, not to,
1: right, you know, right. not at the end
0: of a game, where You know, it's like in the first, second court, whatever. You know, hey, you know, I missed that one, you know, you know, and you know who knew that? Everybody, the yeah. players, the coaches, everybody, both coach all the coaches. Yeah, of course. So, uh, yeah, okay. And then, you know, it was accepted
1: kind of. So, is, is that why guys didn't complain as much then or on fouls as they do now? Because now every foul is a complaint.
0: And and there's somebody talking to every ref on every play, all three refs. It's a coach. It's a player. It's two. They're all talking all the time. I mean, that drives me crazy. I mean, and complaining and talking and just play. I mean, there's times when you need to talk, but just play. I mean. You know, and at, at some point, uh, you know, it, it just gets ridiculous. And yeah. you got to make my point. And you know what's really ridiculous when you replay the thing, the, you know, the guy's complaining about a foul. He just freaking grabbed his arm. It is a foul. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then they're doing this. They want the coaches to do this yeah. and lose a timeout. And just shut up.
1: You know? right. no, nobody and, trusts you to, to and then do the that. the coach yes. has to
0: look behind the bench to see the guy watching the video and do it, do it, do it, do it. It's like, come on, man.
1: Oh. Like, and but man. I mean,
0: but it did. I mean, you know, if you're coaching or playing, and the referees have a hard job, and some were good, some were bad, and you know, but oh, I was told a ref, listen, you know, don't. If if I ask you a question and you have a legitimate, you know, that's the way I saw it. Okay, that's great but don't argue a point that I'm, I saw it too. I know you're wrong. You know, if you, yeah. here's the ways a ref can shut a coach up faster than anything. Coach, you're right. I missed that one. Sorry. Yeah. Or, or, Hey, I might've missed that one. You know, I'll get you back late. Don't, you know, don't you say it in a different way, but that's how you shut yeah. a coach up and or a player. You know, I yeah. mean, I told you the story a lot of time. you know, uh, I was playing some game, and I got fouled, and they didn't call it. And I went down the other end, and they're shooting a free throw. And I'm whining it to the ref. And, you know, he told me, hey, Mo, shut up. You ever miss a, <laughs> do you ever miss a shot? I go, yeah. He goes, well, I missed that call. Just let it go. I'm like,
1: <laughs> okay. I don't, think, right. I don't right. think you ever told me that one,
0: Mo. Yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I miss, <laughs> you ever miss a shot? Yeah, well, I missed the call. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And, you know, I said, I, I smiled. cool. Okay, well, okay, I got, I got That's, you. The man, talk, I've seen a lot, and you've seen more than most. But I don't think I've ever seen what I saw the other night with Houston Rockets coach uh, Udoka and LeBron were having an exchange. And the ref is nearby, ends up kicking Udoka out of the game. Something he said to LeBron, I mean, well, I mean, very
0: rarely, and actually, I think it's against the rules, but very rarely do you see a coach and a, and a, a player go at it. Kind of, you know, there are sometimes, you know, you see players make a three and look back at the other bench, right? You see that all the time, yeah, yeah. They could be looking at a coach, assistant coach, a player, but very rarely. Is there that kind of conversation going on? And here's what you got to think, right? Udoka played in the league. He guarded LeBron. He yeah. played against LeBron. Yeah. Uh, so did Darvin Ham. So yeah. when you get that kind of scenario going, there's other things. You know, it's, it's not like uh, Popovich or you know someone that's never played in the league talking. You know, or some old guy talking to a young player. You know, I mean, I've had, you know in the G League and stuff, you know, I, I barked at a player before when he's looked at me and stuff and you know, but it's very rare and you know what you I'm telling you LeBron and Adoku were talking and that referee was standing right there and they knew what they're going to they were doing and they knew he was listening and I guess the B word was thrown around and yeah. LeBron said don't throw around that B word casually and He said, Well, there ain't no bees over here and all this stuff. And at one point, the ref just said, Okay, that's not that. T, you're out of here. Wow. I mean, what about, oh, okay. What about, I can't, was it the Raiders game? What was the football game where the uh, head of security got kicked out of the game?
1: Right. Uh, Philly and uh, San Francisco. Yeah.
0: yeah, so you know, cause they're, they're on the sideline, and, and he he said something to the to the player, and the player pointed pointing at his face, and you know yeah. I, I say you know he hit him in the nose, and
1: they both got kicked out. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, they're threatening to take the uh, head of security's guy's job. His job could be in jeopardy. Yeah, that's.
0: I mean, if you're not gonna, then you got to take the player's job, right? I mean. It's a heated situation. There wasn't any punches thrown. There's some words, there's a little, but come on, man. You can't fire a guy for that. You know?
1: Yeah. 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 But I, I, I'm but with it's just like
0: Florida State, he could get fired. Because
1: <laughs> Paul, I think people you know, you know what I hear? One of the things I hear from analysts, and, and I've learned talking with you and, and, and through my experience. Covering sports, winning a game is hard. When you win a game, it is hard to win again. We were talking off air. Pistons lost 17 straight games. San Jose lost. 30. It is hard to win one game. And these analysts now—they make it sound so well. You need to do this. It, it, it's so much more to it than what these guys are talking about.
0: Yeah, just think of the
1: pressure. Yeah. If it wasn't
0: Popovich uh, and if it wasn't uh, um, the coach from Detroit, just think if they, were young. Young, yeah, if they were young coaches on their last uh, um, contract or one year left, they'd be, they'd be fired. Fall. And, and you know, I used to get upset, you know, when I'm coaching, you know, I'm trying to win this game and my job relies on this. I could get fired, you know, and you're making casual calls or, or doing this, you know. I'd, yeah. I'm in the, in the Canadian League, I remember one time, I knew we were getting screwed, I knew it. And, and I tried to, you know, help, you know, whatever. And You know, at the end of the game, I'm sitting outside our locker, and we lost by three. And I get a score sheet, and they shot 42 free throws, and we shot 12. I'm like, I looked at that, and of course, the referees just happened to walk by. You know, and I'm talking to myself. Really, I want them to hear. I'm like, there's no effing way we could win this game. You know, they huh. were calling all the fouls for them, and they shot forty feet. <laughs> you know, I'm saying this out loud so they can hear. it. You know, there's no way we could have won that game. <laughs>
1: how? How will you How did y'all only lose by three?
0: Because <laughs> we, we we played our butts off, and that's even more frustrating, right? I mean, yeah. You know, when you talk to the guys, and you know, we played our butts off, and you know we're on the road in Northern Canada somewhere and, you know, Hey, what can I say? We got screwed. Let's get on the bus. And go home.
1: <laughs> and we, we, We're coming up with some unusual uh, situations tonight. Another thing that I had never seen before was what happened in Dallas. Uh, the other night between the uh, Mavericks and OKC. And I think about all the, Firepower OKC has offensively. Dallas goes on a thirty to zero run. They were trailing they were down one one uh eleven to eighty seven and they watch, they watch it back to back. Mohan how, yeah. how does this happen? How how do you get a team out of this? Well, momentum. and this is, is, uh, by the way, this is courtesy of NBA. Uh, Yeah, I mean,
0: momentum's the real deal, especially in a basketball game and most sports, right? And once it starts turning, so you're up by whatever they're up by. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, Dallas has nothing to lose. They're willy-nilly, probably shooting threes and playing with freedom and not worrying about anything. And. OKC is starting to feel the heat and man, we lost that whole lead. Why? How do we lose that lead? And your your shots not going in and you start tightening up and it can happen. And I've seen 20 point leads, 24, but 30 points in an NBA game, 30 to zero. That's I don't know how that happens. I mean, you know, uh, if you're OKC, take it to the basket, run into somebody and throw a shot. after you shoot free throws, you make one. I mean, I don't know how that happens. You know, I I know you go cold and all that, but man, you're probably turning the ball over and missing open shots, but that's crazy. I've seen stuff in NBA. I mean, Golden State is a good team. They've lost over 20-point leads in the last few games and lost games. At least OKC won the game in the end. (laughs)
1: Uh, Mo, did you call time? How many timeouts? did Did you burn them all or...? Well, I
0: mean, yeah, you only get, you got TV timeout, uh, you know, two a quarter, you know, but you only have four. So in the 20 and, you know, at some point, you know, okay, they made a 12-0 run, timeout. Okay, now it's a 20 though, we call a timeout. Now it's 20 So I mean, how many timeouts can you call in a 30-0 run?
1: <laughs> yeah, it is something that OKC ends up winning this game because they ended up, I think they fell behind by four, or six points, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. what happens is a lot of times, and this happens with inexperienced teams and how young they are. Yeah, they, they start, are young. They yeah. start playing to either keep their lead or to uh, try not to lose instead of playing basketball and trying to win. That's what happens. They try not to lose. You start to play not to lose a game, and a bunch of bad stuff can happen, and, and it messes with your head. And they're the youngest team in the league you know yeah. i mean their their starter, their stars are 22 years old 23 you know
1: yeah yeah that's crazy the nba and and mo we we got the uh the in tournament in fact we got the uh quarterfinals going on uh, right at this very moment um let me see if i can get this up on the screen here indiana's
0: 101 boston
1: 99 3 minutes left wow wow the paces have, have they been the most surprising story of the year you the way they can score the ball
0: yeah kind of because you know
1: the, you know
0: they're a small market team and, and you know they're not on tv all the time so you kind of forget about those type of teams but you know like sacramento but you know they got good young talent uh Halliburton's a heck of a player um you know most teams in the nba There's so much talent. Come on, man. I mean, even, you know, even in the Pistons, there's talent, and the Spurs, there's talent. So, but you know, if you're if you're you know top five in your in your side, you got players. You can beat anybody any night.
1: Yeah, and and I look at them, Paul. Indy's averaging 128.8 points a game. But they're giving up 126,
0: which is why
1: with all this, they're only ten and eight.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, just think if if they if they gave up 118 or whatever, that you know they you know they probably have three or four more wins. So you know, it's it's about the the point differential, like I told you, and uh, you know, but to score that much, wow! Like when I was uh, coaching with the pit with the Mavericks. We had Steve uh, Nash and Dirk and Mike Finley we could score, but we always lost in like the second round and the way to get the next round and Nellie knew it and kind of put that on me uh you know we need if we can play defense any defense, a little mm-hmm. defense you know mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna jump up uh, and and get to the finals and that's what happened and you know that's that's going from, being the 26th team in the league on defense to the 14th. And now we're mm-hmm. in the NBA finals because of that. And, you and, know.
1: And Rick Carlisle, I think he's a good coach, Paul, because he can – he's coaching this half powered offense. When he was in Detroit and, you know, before Larry Brown came in and won that title, Rick got them on the road to being a really good defensive team. And that's what they were under Rick Carlisle. And now you look at him, and you worked with him in Dallas.
0: No, uh-uh, I didn't. Who
1: who who were you in Dallas with? Don Nelson and
0: Avery Johnson at the. End. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but but I I scouted. I mean, uh, early in his career, Rick Carlisle was very much a control type coach, half court, run a lot of yeah. plays. Yeah. And that you know how you become a good defensive team? Slow the ball down on offense. That's how yeah. you. Do it. I mean, Dell Harris used to tell us that, you know, you want me, you want us to be a better defensive team and whole and teams under a hundred, I'll walk the ball up the floor and our offense will slow down and then they can't score as much. That's only, that's, that's nature. And that's what the numbers do. And, you know, so Rick Carlisle, I scouted him. It was a headache. He called a million plays in a game, you know, just yeah. all these plays and ran half court step. But then when he got to Dallas, he tried to do that at first And it didn't work with that team. And then to his credit, he changed. And he became a more free throw, free, free throw, throwing, flowing, free flowing (laughs) flowing team and let the players play and let them be more open. And now in Indiana, he's gone away on the other side and letting them really become a faster paced team. And, you know, that's a credit
1: to him as a coach. But Mo, when you got a team and and you want to, You wanna play that way, don't you have to have guys who can get their own shots under because a lot of times you're gonna be shooting under 10 seconds, right? So you
0: Yeah, but if you push the ball and push the pace at a high pace, you get open shots all the time because the defense isn't set up. So if you have if you push the ball, have correct spacing, have a big deck of rim run and suck defense, and you get open shots all over the place. You just gotta make them. So if no,
1: no, be, I, I I understand that, but if you wanna if you wanna slow the pace down, you're shooting later in the in the shot clock.
0: Yeah, if, if you're gonna play slow pace, you need to have guys that can execute plays, pass the ball, run through different options, and then at the end, uh, you know, create a new like you said, create their own shot a lot of the time. But you know, they got to be able to and accept you know running plays and and passing the ball five six. I mean, I used to keep track when I was in Dallas. Part of my job behind the bench was to keep track of how many passes we have. So we'll go five minutes with, you know, one pass, two pass, zero pass, one pass. That happens all the time. And then if we'll pass it three or four or five times, swing the ball, we scored an 80% clip instead of a 30. But you have to be willing to do that. But
1: Wow. I mean... That that was statistically proven.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, I mean, I could tell. I mean, I so you know, and I hand a note up like, we haven't passed the more, ball more than two times in the last 10 possessions. <laughs> wow, and, I and then I would keep track of how many shots we took and made, so I would know in the last 10 minutes, uh, we passed the ball. Uh, uh, Zero zero times, that means drop, uh, push it, and pull up and shoot it without passing it. It happens all the time. Uh, And uh, we passed it one time, three times, and two times, four times, and we were two for ten. And then every time we passed it four, five, and six times, we were six for ten.
1: Wow. I I do have have it. I'm going to share the screen here to look at the uh, in-season tournament. Uh, uh, we we got the quarterfinals, like we said, going on tonight. Boston and Indy, and uh, the uh, uh, Timberwolves and uh, Pelicans are going to be going at it. Uh, and up top, you got the Lakers and Suns, and the Bucks and the uh, Knicks in their quarterfinals, and then they're all headed out your way, no.
0: Yeah, I'll be at practice Wednesday. Watch them practice on Wednesday. And I think they play the, the first games on Thursday, I think.
1: It, has Has this been going the way you thought it would Matt, in terms of the interest? and?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, well, you look at it, everybody's watching this game right now, right? And uh, yeah. Indiana's up 114, 105 right now. So right. you can. Everyone thinks Boston's going to be uh, here in Vegas, but it looks like Indy's going to be here. And, uh, and, you know, and like last week on a Tuesday night, the Warriors were playing the Kings. And whoever want, uh, whoever was winning was going to go into the, uh, into the tournament. And uh, it's on a Tuesday night, uh, and everybody was watching. Everybody was talking about the next day where last year on a Tuesday in November, nobody cared who was playing or what the score was, right? So it's done exactly what Adam Silver wanted to do. Uh, You know, now there's growing pains of, you know, the courts. They think there's too much, so they'll probably adjust that a little bit. And, you know, but there's, it's done exactly what they thought. And the players and coaches are taking it seriously, too. You know, they're, they're wanting to win. I mean, you know, Indiana's like celebrated just now when they got on a little roll to hope to maybe seal this game. They're celebrating like it was NBA
1: football. Yeah and, and I think they're playing this game without uh Halliburton. Yeah. Or, uh, I think I no, s not in the lineup.
0: I thought I saw him in the I, I, my eyesight's not very good and the TV's a little ways away. But uh, I think he play I think he played tonight. Uh let's
1: see I can uh yeah, he's playing. He, in fact, at this very moment, he has 26 points, 10 rebounds, and 13 assists. Yeah, he just passed. Earlier I them. said was it's the, it's the Pelicans and the Kings. I apologize for that. It's actually Pelicans and the team. And, 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 I, and I guess for young teams like the Pacers and Pelicans and even the Kings, this kind of tournament experience will be good for them too, won't it?
0: Oh, yeah. I think – Someone said it right on TV today. It, it it gets a chance to test your team in a tournament-type atmosphere, right? So like Indiana's is playing Boston. Boston, it, it, there's 28 minutes left. Boston was down nine. They stole the ball, get an N1, and uh, they're, they're still battling. They're down six now. They're still battling this game, but it puts your team in playoff-intensity games early in the season. Let's see where we're yeah. at now. You know, if Boston loses this game, it's not the end of the world. But they're going to learn something about their players, right? They're going to learn, you know, how they're how they how they're fitting in in a pressure situation. There's a young indie player, uh, uh, Nesmith, is at the free throw line now and missed his first free throw. But he's getting a chance to see. Okay, we got to seal this game. Can you make free throws at the end? Coaches are seeing yeah, yeah. it. Players seeing it. So that it's it's valuable for teams and a lot of these teams. You know, Boston's playing with two new main players. He is not playing, but uh holiday is. And now he's playing in a tournament type atmosphere, in a playoff type atmosphere, to see how he fits in with the team.
1: I think that's uh, possible. Steve, Steve checked in late. That's all right, Steve. We're gonna find you, brother. But, uh, we, we we mentioned this early, uh we talked about this earlier, but uh but Mo, it is kind of interesting. Uh he he wants your thoughts on the situation with James and uh, Udoka.
0: Well, I mean, like I had said before, Steve, they played against each other. They've had battles before, and you know, I I think it. it if you look at the situation, they're not screaming at each other. No, they're not yelling at each other. But the referee didn't like the way they're throwing around the B word, and kind of you know. You know, and I think Adolfo said, don't come over here like you're going to do something. You know, stuff like that. And, you know, really, I don't know. If I'm the ref, I am i didn't see him say it. So if I'm going to say, hey, okay, guys, that's enough. I mean, you know, this is stupid. This is enough. And then if they say something, you tee him up and toss him. But I didn't see him do that. So that's interesting.
1: Couldn't just give him a tech and just? It was his
0: second tech.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: The second tech. How you he, he teed up LeBron, too, but it was his first yeah. game. So, yeah, so that's how uh, the Joker got uh, kicked out of a game last week because it was a in second And you know what? Usually the refs, at least when I play, they knew that. They were, Unless you unless you punched the referee, if you were an all-star and you had a, a tech in a game, he was never going to give you another tech unless you really did something really stupid. You could... And a lot of guys did that on purpose. Let me get a, a tech early, and then I can say some other stuff. And they're not going to give me the second one. Because let's face it, their league uh, teams and fans want to see the stars in the game at the end, right? They don't want to kick no. out you know, a Giannis or the Joker or a a B that, with its two technicals in a game.
1: And a- Mo, uh, the Pelicans are playing the Kings in the second game. We hadn't talked much about them. Uh, I think they're 11-10, 11-8, something like that. Uh, And Zion's played at 17 games. He's averaging 23 points a game. He's playing 31 minutes. He's shooting 56% from the field. Uh, Your your thoughts on him and your thoughts on the Pelicans. And they got some firepower. McColl has missed some time with injury. But, uh, you know, you got Ingram. Ingram. Valachunas, Herbert Jones
0: is a good player. Um, yeah, you know Brandon Ingram is a good player. They got Murphy. a good team. I, I, Larry Nance Jr. He's a good player. Uh, you know, shoot, there's one of my old players on the team, Trey Murphy III. Okay, <laughs> Trey Murphy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, so you know they they have a they have a good team, but let's face it, right, Zion? How many games has he played? All of them.
1: Uh, he's played in 17 of their. Uh...
0: Close enough. I mean, he played. I mean, this time last year, what did he play? He played, well, he played, played
1: games. 21 games. He's played in 17 of them. They, they are oh, he 11. Flipped, of 10.
0: He flip flopped from last year. Last year, he he played in three games and uh, didn't play in 17 at this point. So, you uh-huh. know, I you know, the best ability is availability. And, you know, he is what he is. He's a power player. He's going to shoot over sixty percent because most of his baskets are, are around the basket, right? Uh, you know, so if he can stay healthy, you know, you know, they're, they're going to be respectable. I, I don't think they can make a run. They're not one of the top, you know, two or three teams in, in their in their conference, but you know, they're respectable now. But but he's the key, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and they need to get a uh, CJ. Uh, going he's only played in eight games uh i
0: think it, i think he's back i think they are talking about him playing tonight and he hasn't played for a while yeah.
1: this year but yeah. but we'll, we'll stay in the west and I, and i definitely want to get to the east and we like to do this every week is just go over where you see teams progressing or maybe not progressing but uh minnesota's been steady from the very beginning back there Eight and two in their last 10. They won four straight. They're sitting at 15 and four. Uh, two games up on Oklahoma City, who's 13 and six, and uh, two games up on the uh, world champion Denver Nuggets. Can they stay there all, all year?
0: Well, uh, I want to congratulate my buddy Chris Finch, who got coach of the year I mean, coach of the month in the NBA this month. So uh, you know he, they're doing a heck of a job. Uh, yeah, I mean they stay healthy. They keep playing like they they are. Uh, you know they're they have they're 15 and four. They've won eight, eight. Uh, they're eight and two in the last ten games. You know, kind of let me down that they're not. They didn't win their uh, tournament games. So uh, you know they're not they're not coming here to Vegas. But by the way, Indiana just beat Boston. So Indiana's uh, coming here to Vegas. But. Yeah, Minnesota can stay, you know, right where they are. I think the Nuggets are probably better. OKC, really young Kings right there. Uh, The big team that's going to move up there is the Suns, who are 12 and 8 right now. But uh, Booker's been hurt. KD's been hurt. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, Bradley Beal hasn't even hardly played this year. And when he comes back, probably after Christmas then they're the team that can run it up to the top along with uh, uh, Denver and Minnesota. You know, I, I, Mavericks, I think they are what they are. Lakers are what they are. Uh, Clippers are you know, what they are. Warriors are a big disappointment. You know, they didn't get a big like I wanted them to and they've, they've been playing really bad, but now they look like they have some, even though they lost, they look like they have some spark in them and maybe something's come along. But, you know, if you're talking about uh, you know, the West, you're looking at Minnesota. OKC, okay, I don't think they can hang there. Nuggets, Suns, you know, that's your those your team.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, go to states 9 and 11 uh, on, on the year uh, so far. Sacramento's 11 and 7. They are just a lot of good teams over there. Just yeah, the, the Warriors
0: are three and seven in their last ten games.
1: Ooh, tough that's game. right. Three three and seven. And, uh, over here, Boston lost tonight. And will be Orlando has been a big surprise over here. 14 and 6. Benchero's played well for them. Uh Wagner has played well for them. Former Michigan uh player. Yeah.
0: You know what, both those two guys have in common? What? They both had great World Cup games and, and tournaments. They both, uh, uh, Wagner with Germany and then Vacaro mm-hmm. with the USA, they both played well in the World Cup. And now it's carrying over into this season, it looks like.
1: Mm hmm. Yep. They, they are 14 and six. Uh, folks, uh, <laughs> woman number one overall pick is on that roster. He he doesn't play. She's only played five games uh, for them. I'm I'm looking at Cole Anthony, point guard's been pretty solid for them. Averaging 15 points and uh, how many assists? Uh, doesn't show his uh, his assists. But even with this great start, Mo. They, they're not going to finish in front of Milwaukee or Philly. When yeah, or, may,
0: or maybe even the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like the I like the Knicks team. I, I, the the and and you know Indiana, we're talking about them scoring, but they don't play any defense. Miami Heat are always there. Don't know, you know, they're just always there. But the team that let down so far this year is the Cleveland Cavaliers. They, yeah, you know, they're in the A spot at 11 and nine. And, you know, I thought they were gonna. This might be one of their years where they're top four team in the East, but it doesn't look like it. So, you know, you're looking at Boston, Milwaukee, Sixers. Uh, I think Orlando's going to drop down, and then the Knicks. You know, you never know. I mean, you know, they're 12 and seven. You know, they're seven and three in their last ten games. So, you know, it's this is this is pre pre Christmas NBA season. You know. Teams are setting themselves up. Some teams are hurt. And then after Christmas is when teams start kicking it into high gear, and you'll see you'll see what really shapes up after Christmas.
1: P.J. St- oh. I did not realize this. PJ Tucker has not scored in seven straight games. Is he going to get weighed? <laughs> no. I mean – No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, you know, he's not a scorer, number one. Uh, you know, number two, uh, you know, I thought he fit in better with the Bucks when, you know, when they won a the championship with him and, you know, it seemed like an okay fit, um, in, uh, in Philly, but, you know, he's, he's a, he's pretty much a, he's a hard-nosed defensive player, veteran that's won a championship, but he's getting older. He can't do what he used to do. And yeah. if he's not making his, uh,
1: uh, corner three
0: corner threes, then he can't help you win, you know? So, yeah. you know, I, I was, uh, you know, but he, he's, he's not going to get waived. I mean, you know, he, you know, you never know, like, like we said, the playoffs are a long ways away and,
1: uh, and the know, trade deadline, right, Mo?
0: Was that Yeah, it's February, but, you know, I don't think anybody um, is going to take him or, you know, you, know, you never
1: know, you know. Hey, Chris has a great, I think this is a great question. And you have worked with Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban's selling the Mavs. Will that organization be run better by the next owner? I mean, we don't, they haven't started running it yet, so.
0: And they're not going to. They're not going to run it. Mark Cuban's going to run it for the next few years. That's part of the deal. Okay. okay. That's part of the deal. So, so Chris, uh, Mark Cuban sold uh, 3.4 billion of his team, which is probably about 55, 60%. He still owns the other percent. And his deal is he's going to run the team for the next few years. Uh, I don't know how, I don't know specifically how many years. Uh, And here's the backstory to that. Uh, The person that bought that team, uh, is a lady whose husband uh, owned valleys around the world, casinos and hotels here in Las Vegas. And he passed away and uh, she's buying the team. And her and her son, their son, runs uh, a team in Greece, uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv, which is one of the best teams in Greece. He's still young. He's still learning what to do. So in my opinion, uh, he will learn under Mark Cuban, and then in the next few years, he'll take over the running of the of the maps. Ah, yeah.
1: But, but I
0: don't know what you mean. Run it won't run it better. I mean, you know, they won a championship like Mark wanted. You know, they've had some great players. Uh, you know, they have some down years. But you know, uh, you know, you'd be surprised, man, how many NBA teams aren't run very well. <laughs> uh,
1: I, no. How many professional sports teams yep. are, are not run very well? And and how many people are in positions and you wonder how in the hell does this guy or this young lady get this job? <laughs>
0: and and so Florida State, don't worry, you're not the only people that get screwed. <laughs>
1: you, uh, absolutely. Well, Mo, we, we we gotta get out of here, man. Uh any, any final thoughts on Anything? I think we hit on all our topics. Yeah, I
0: mean, uh, I, I would, you know, I'm really interested. I mean, I just kind of watched outside of the side of my eye the ending of the Boston Indiana game. They were playing hard. They were playing like they have both teams wanted to be here in Las Vegas, and I think you're going to see the next uh, in, in the next three games, one tonight and two tomorrow, the same thing. So I'm telling you, uh, a lot of people. Don't give Adam Silver a lot of credit. And when they brought this in-season tournament up, everybody said, oh, no, nobody cares. Nobody. And absolutely, players care, coaches care. Uh, The TV cares. They're getting great ratings. People actually talk about NBA basketball here at the beginning of December. Uh, And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing who makes it here in Las Vegas. Um, And, uh, you know, I think, I'm look, you know, most of the games, at least the first round here, is sold out. I think, and you know, so hey, was,
1: I wonder why they have the tournament in Las Vegas. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Maybe it's because there's going to be a team here in a couple of years, <laughs> and that's maybe maybe this is a test. You know, after the G League team, like Knight and the WNBA team, the Aces won a championship and. Uh, we're averaging like 8,000 a game, maybe that's why, but uh, yeah, we actually have this other thing here uh, in uh, January called the Super Bowl, and we just yes. had an F1 race, and we just had like five basketball turn- college basketball tournaments, NCAA tournaments, and I mean, I'm telling you, not just because I live here now, but Las Vegas is the sports capital of the world.
1: Hey, hey, Mo, Steve Steve says the basketball floors have to go. What are your thoughts on the floors? I don't
0: mind the floors. They're not that bad. I think uh, my concern is somebody had said that they were slipping on them because of the decals. I would be cautious like that. But they don't bother me, but they bother a lot of people. And I think uh, Adam Silver will tone that down for next year. It's still going to be different. I thought it was a great idea because how in the world are you going to tell? that these guys are playing on Tuesday and Friday nights for an in-season tournament. If you don't know, the floor is different and their uniforms are different. I think it was a good idea. I think they're going to adjust it though. They're going to tone down the courts a little bit because there's some complaining. But hey, just go look at the uh, early 80s Milwaukee Bucks playing in the Mecca. Go see that floor and see how busy that one is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but the Mecca, I mean, that was cool back then. (laughs)
0: <laughs> why isn't this cool then <laughs> yeah
1: I, no I have no pro, I have no problems with them I and think like they, you said it, it, when they bring that floor out you know it's a special game yeah I think that I think they need to there's
0: the big trophies in the middle like that I think they need to tone down the all red all blue colors a little bit I think that's a little much you know but hey yeah, yeah, yeah. you live and learn right
1: yeah well, we're out of here. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Don't forget, you can get this show, all our past shows, on the lead v l e a v dot com. Steve, I totally agree with you. Mecca was old school. That was <laughs> for sure, for sure. That's I, old- hey,
0: hey, I, if I could, I have a T-shirt from there uh, that has the Mecca floor on it and the old butt. I I would wear that next show. But I can't even get it over
1: my shoulders, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we're out of here. We'll see you next week. Peace, everybody. Take care. <laughs> Take care, Mo.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.